0: Hi guys, welcome to Made It Happen Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Haiflin. Made It Happen Podcast is a series highlighting young female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. Through interviews with young female entrepreneurs, Made It Happen is dedicated to inspiring others through stories of those who've experienced going out on their own firsthand, discussing all the highs and the lows. It can be easy to see the glamorous side of starting your own business through the internet and social media. But what does it really take behind the scenes to launch and run your own successful business? Hear how these inspiring female founders made it happen. So today I'm speaking with Danielle.
1: Danielle, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you so much, Sarah. I'm excited to be a part of this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So how about we start us off by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business?
1: Yeah, so my name is Danielle Weave and I'm the founder of Business Babes Collective, which is a community for female entrepreneurs. Uh, We actually have chapters in five different cities across North America and we also have a global community. So because of recent events, we've been doing a lot more online now. And so we have online workshops. We have mastermind groups. We also have a business program that we run twice a year. So yeah, we have a lot going on. And then of course, on our social media, we keep pretty active on the community there and supporting, yeah, supporting female entrepreneurs to, to grow and scale their businesses.
0: Yeah, no, it's awesome. And it's such a great organization. And can you tell us a bit sort of how it all got started?
1: Yeah, absolutely, so we got started um, five years ago, so actually it's about five and a half years ago now, and basically when I was starting a business myself, I felt like I didn't necessarily have a community of um, other entrepreneurs who I felt like were in the same space as me, so I would go to networking events or try to be a part of communities, and I always kind of felt like I was the odd person out, And so I decided that I would try to host an event and see how it went. So that's really how it started. It was just sort of a small idea of getting some women together to network and um, share stories with one another. And then one thing led to another. We just kept hosting events and it sort of snowballed into what it is now. Um, And basically over the past five years, it's evolved a lot and Um, It's gone from just hosting, you know, in person uh, networking events to now it's it's a full blown community with all we have going on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. And so when you had started out with events and stuff, did it start out as a Vancouver chapter and then expand Mm -hmm. to what it is today with the whole collective?
1: Yeah, exactly. So we were strictly in Vancouver to get started for, I think it was two and a half years. And then Actually, the first chapter that we launched into was in San Diego because I had a good friend that lived there, and I was visiting her with my husband, and we just kind of got to talking, and when I flew back home, I was like, hey, I wonder if we could start something in San Diego, so I called her up and pitched her the idea, and we got started that way, and then, um, yeah, each chapter has kind of started in a little bit of a different way, but most of the chapter leaders that we now have are from previous relationships that I've had or people that I've known. Um, And then we've, yeah, launched into different cities that way.
0: Wow. Yeah, it's incredible. And so what was the um, business you had first started? I saw it was when you were 20 years old, you launched your first business. Um, What was that first business you started?
1: So when I was still going to university, um, I've always been passionate about marketing and so went to went to university studying marketing and so my first very first business was doing social media and marketing for other businesses um, and so I started that with actually a business partner while I was still going to school, it was in the summer of I think my second year, and yeah, so that was my very first business, my first kind of dipping my toes into entrepreneurship and um And then, yeah, throughout kind of, I guess, my university days and then into um, when I graduated, I kind of was like dipping my toes into different entrepreneurial ventures. I also helped my mom. She had a business. And so I would um, work with her to help her with all of her marketing and um, things like that. And then, yeah, kind of uh, just I've always been interested in like owning my own business, but I never really knew what direction I wanted to go. I just knew I was passionate about marketing and then I was also passionate about people and relationships. And so I didn't really know what that would look like. And so now that looks like bringing people together, creating community, and then also teaching um, marketing and teaching entrepreneurship to other business women.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it definitely comes full circle um, with the business phase. so that's that's awesome. And then, can you tell us just a bit sort of about how business base has evolved over the past five years from when it had first started?
1: Yeah. So, like I said, when it when we first started, honestly, I didn't even think about it as like a long term business for myself. It was more something that I was doing because I enjoyed it, and also I just wanted a community for myself and so started that way and then as i started hosting more events and kind of creating our community online i realized for one i realized that there was a need for it and then secondly i realized that i was really passionate about it so you know in the spring of when i launched the the business i guess it was a hobby at the time but when i kind of launched the platform I realized, okay, I need to make a decision of whether I want to pursue this as a business or if I want to kind of scale it back because it was taking up more and more of my time. Um, But like I said, it wasn't really structured as a business and I wasn't really making money from it. So I was like, okay, I either have to kind of jump in and create sort of a business plan and really sort of take this more seriously Uh, or I should probably kind of scale this back and and do something else. So that was sort of the decision point where I decided, no, I want to do this. I want to jump fully into it. And so um, from there, we hosted events with, you know, we started having panel speakers and we started bringing on sponsors and vendors. And we just kind of evolved the structure of our events to be more professional and more yeah something that people would be excited to come to and then from there launching our online programs like our online business programs and then last year we launched our mastermind group which is like an intimate group of entrepreneurs that are you know they've um, been in business for a while and now they're ready to kind of scale so it's a more of an intimate uh community that we that we run there as well and so a lot of it has evolved to be more of an online community, but we also do events. So it started with just like in person, and now it's like a lot of it is online. And then when we're allowed to do events again, we'll we'll be hosting live events um, in addition to that. So,
0: yeah, absolutely, it's very exciting. And um, like you had mentioned too, how right now there isn't really events, and everything's had to be transferred online. How has that process gone for you? And sort of what how, how have those online events gone?
1: Yeah, so we had an event planned actually for I think it was I guess it was March and so we had everything planned, you know, we had our speakers, our panelists, we had vendors, sponsors, uh, our venue, all of that booked. And then as things started to unravel and you know, um we were realizing, oh my goodness, we actually might not be able to do this and we might have to cancel our event. We sort of decided like Kate, okay, we can fully cancel this event or we can do our best to actually transition this event from what it was to be an online event. So, we decided, okay, let's just do it virtual. Um so I called up all the speakers and said, "Hey, what do you think about, you know, doing this virtually? We've never really done anything like this before. We had only at that point done online workshops, which is a lot different than doing like a panel event online." And so they were all on board, they were all excited about it. And then even like our sponsors, I called up all our sponsors and said, hey, what if we did like a digital goodie bag and we kind of had you as a sponsor, but it looked differently than what it would look like for an in-person event. And they were all on board as well. So we just sort of transitioned and um, I'd be lying if I didn't say it was like really stressful and really overwhelming to do that just because even, as I'm sure anyone who's potentially been, you know, transitioning online, there's just so much to learn, all the technical things and the back end of, you know, creating something like that. And so definitely felt like I got like a university degree in like a couple of weeks trying to figure all that out, but it was so worth it. Like, I think because at that point people had been, you know, quarantining for a couple of weeks and they were sort of um, craving that connection, I was so glad that we didn't just cancel and that we actually transitioned it to be online. So it was really cool. We had live music, we had a panel, we had giveaways during during the event. And it was just, it was really cool. And thank goodness for technology. Um, Zoom has done a really great job. There's even now you can do breakout rooms where people can network and So there's lots of opportunity I think online, it's just sort of switching that mindset. That's what we had to do is like switch the mindset of, okay, we're so used to doing stuff a certain way, we've been doing it for five years this specific way, and now it's almost like we're sort of launching almost a new business, right? Because now everything looks completely different. So um, it's definitely been challenging for sure, but uh, it's also opened up a lot of different opportunities that we were not really pursuing before, and so I think with every kind of challenge comes opportunities. And you're, I guess, just asking yourself like, are you willing to learn new things, and are you are you willing to um, pivot and change the way that you're doing things?
0: Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. And you know, there, like you said, there's sort of those pros and cons to everything. And I guess with the online event, one pro is that you have so many different locations having so many more people that are able to attend it virtually um, is definitely one of the big upsides of it so um, yeah looked like a great event um, and i'm glad that it went well and i guess when you're running sort of the in-person events um, i mean there's been a lot of big events that you have run what is it that you think makes those events so successful
1: yeah, we're, I think we've always been very focused on making everyone feel welcomed and feel um, comfortable in at our events. And so, um, you know, one of the things that we were doing for our in-person events is because we knew that a lot of people, they were nervous to come to an in-person event because you know, maybe they're introverted or they they don't think they're gonna know anyone there. And so we would create these group chats for people that were maybe coming alone or coming for the first time and they were nervous. And so we would create like a group chat on Instagram of all the people that were um, nervous to come. And then we'd, we'd kind of start those relationships before the event even started. And so that kind of just created like a sense of community even before our event. And the cool thing is, is like out of that, you know, there was one time where before an event, um, a bunch of the women who were in that group decided to go to a restaurant and like grab a drink right before the event. And so they had almost like their own pre-party before coming to our event. And then when they were there, they like came together and it's almost like they were coming as friends. And so just doing little things like that to kind of make sure that everyone feels um, included. And another thing we do is we just encourage people to meet one another. Um, you know, we give out sheets to all of our events and, on the back of the sheet, it's like, okay, connect with three new people and I'll give you like specific questions to ask them. Because a lot of times people just feel awkward networking because they're like, I don't know even know what to ask someone, right? Like they're, they've either never really networked before. Maybe they're just starting their business and they're just feeling super uncomfortable because they're used to being in like a corporate setting. And so just kind of like breaking the ice that way. And also, you know, one thing that I say at all my events is, everyone else also feels super awkward. So you might feel awkward right now, but like I can guarantee you everyone else probably feels awkward too. So like you're not alone and just, yeah, creating that kind of, um, comfortable environment, I think is like a big thing that we like to do. And then in addition to that is, you know, um, bringing on whether it be speakers or, um, sponsors or, other people that we know are going to bring value that you know, have, have experienced success in their business. And so I think just sharing stories and sharing um, both the, the successes and also the failures, we, we, we make sure to actually also talk about like the failures and um, what their struggles have been. Uh, I think that just really helps our attendees to feel really connected to the speakers as well. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I definitely love that, um, you know, about the group chat and like making everyone feel included. That's, that's amazing. And then speaking of, um, any challenges or struggles has even just with the creating of your business or since then, has there been sort of a one big challenge that you've had to overcome?
1: Yeah. Oh man. I mean, so many challenges. I think with any business, you're going to face challenges and, um, I think the biggest thing for me has been learning how to be a leader. That's really something that I think is ongoing. And I don't think you're ever, you'll always be growing in this area. And I know I'll always be growing in this area of being a leader. And I think there's a lot of things, um, you know, people want to be leaders. And, but I think there's a lot of responsibility that comes with being a leader as well. So even like, you know, leading a team or leading a community, uh, that comes with a very high level of responsibility and so really kind of navigating that and what does that look like um, and you know when you you know when you're pushing through those barriers and also like learning things it's gonna be messy like it's not gonna look perfect and you're gonna make mistakes and you're gonna mess up and uh, I think the biggest thing that I've learned is to um, just, to kind of put my pride aside and really just be open to feedback and open to growth. Because I think if you are just staying the same, then you're not going to be able to grow your business. You have to grow as a person to grow as a business. And so I think that has come up a lot for me. And so a big thing that I'm really passionate about is just continuing to um, invest not only in my learning, but also like, you know, investing in coaching and like I'm a part of masterminds and different things and learning from different people and different perspectives um, has been really important to me. And that also helps like when you're going through a struggle, like, you know, obviously, with everything to do with COVID, it's, you know, that has been a struggle. But the biggest thing that has helped is having people around me or having um, leaders that I look up to that um, I can lean on for support or lean on for ideas. And then also just to keep me inspired, because I think if you're by yourself, and you don't really have anyone to look up to, or you don't have any, you know, um, any support, then it's easy to just sort of give up on your, on your dreams, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, I think, been the biggest thing for me is just navigating, not just like the business side of things, but like the, I don't know if it's like the emotional side of things, but it's more like, who, who I'm becoming as a person and as a leader, And and that comes with like growth and change and, and um, yeah, they don't call it growing pains for nothing. Like it's, it's hard. (laughs) It's hard to um, change your perspectives, um, to get outside of your comfort zone. A lot of growth comes with having uncomfortable conversations, hard conversations and so I think that's been the biggest thing for me. I don't know if that answers your question, but...
0: <laughs> no, absolutely. And that brings up a point. I actually made a note of a post you made on Instagram a few days ago that I feel like really resonated with myself, but also I'm sure with other business owners where it was... Have you felt awkward, nervous, or embarrassed lately? If the answer is no, then you're holding yourself and your business back from growing to the next level, um, which I think is basically sums up what you were just saying too, is, you know, you have to get out of that comfort zone if you are going to grow. And so, yeah, when I was reading that, I was like, I feel like that, I mean, and no, it definitely resonated with me and probably so many others. And then that also leads to, I guess, sort of the action takers club that you've organized. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, and yeah, going to that point of um, the post that I made, it's, it's funny because I think people see like success or they see um, businesses that are either really successful or they see people that they look up to and they just like, they want that. But I think a good thing to remind yourself of is Okay, so you want that success or you want to create a really successful business, whatever that looks like, you're going to have to go through all of the hard stuff and like the awkward stuff and the embarrassing moments and the hard conversations, the tears, that like everything, you're gonna to have to go through that in order to build a successful business, right? Because um, there's no shortcutting that process. And so I think that's a good, really good reminder for everyone. is. Just kind of doing like a self-check almost. Okay, I want that, but am I actually willing to do the scary, hard, uncomfortable things to get there? So I just wanted to say that first. (laughs) But for Action Takers Club, yeah, so we actually launched it three years ago and it started as um, a four-week business program. It's now actually a six-week business program and we've added a lot of content in there. But basically, it's for people who are either um, either they're just starting their business or they're starting their idea and they really want to know, like, how do they get their message out there? How do they get clients? How do they put themselves out on social media, market themselves, collaborate with brands? How do they sell their product? Like, there's so many things that as a business owner you need to learn and it can feel really overwhelming and um, you kind of feel stuck because you're like, well, well what, do, what do I work on first and, you know, what do I even do? And so we try to kind of Uh, take people through like a six week um, process of okay here's the first like steps here's what you do and then you do this and this and this and so we have people that are either just getting started and then some of the people in our um, action takers club they've been in business for like five plus years but they're really looking to like take that their business to the next level and they're looking to like hone their skills in some of these areas as well Um, and I think the biggest thing that we love about it is that you're doing it with a group of people so we have it open up twice a year so we have people enroll in the course and then they're doing the the program with a group of other entrepreneurs so they're also getting to like network it's kind of like being in a class together they're getting to network with each other and then we have um calls every week and we also have an option for vip where you get actually more like um personalized coaching from our chapter leader team. So yeah, that's our action takers club. And it's a lot of fun. We've had, I think we've had now over 120 women go through the program. Um, we take kind of like small groups at a time um, through it. And uh, yeah, it's cool because you get to kind of dive in. We get to dive in and really um, strategize with women about their businesses and how they can, how ca- how they can grow and thrive. And um, yeah, I get to talk about all the things I'm passionate about, like marketing and collaborations and sales and all that stuff. So it's fun.
0: Yeah, that's definitely very exciting. It sounds like such a great program. And then is there also sort of any other big success stories that spring to your mind, you know, looking back at your journey of starting business five years ago?
1: Oh, yeah. You know what? I think a big thing that I've realized lately is that I really love like my favorite thing is hearing about the women in our community that are having wins um and so for example like when we have women in our mastermind or in our action takers club and when they're having huge wins like that's a win for us cuz like we want to be like the support and um you know um providing education and community and impact to these these business owners so that they can then go and make the impact in their own business and so when we see, you know, um, whether it be like mastermind members or our, our students, like getting featured in big like publications or, you know, um, like having a, te- like booking a TED talk or doing like all these exciting things, hitting six fig- figures in their business, like all these exciting wins that they're having, like that's the most exciting thing for me because it's like seeing that ripple effect of of how we've made an impact within their businesses and now they're making waves. And so yeah, I think that would be the biggest win for for us and definitely like my favorite part of what we do is or the favorite my favorite part of what what I get to do is diving in deep with women, which is why action takers and mastermind is like my jam because I just love like the one-on-one and helping people grow to the next level.
0: Yeah, that's so incredible. Um, I definitely agree. And I mean, it'd be so amazing to you know, see all of that, that progress um, sort of come out in others as well, which is great. And then is there any advice that you would give to someone who is maybe thinking of starting their own business or just starting their entrepreneur journey?
1: I would say... Can I give two pieces of advice? Absolutely, yeah. It's kind of things that I've already said, but um, the one is just take more risks and be willing to get outside of your comfort zone. That's a huge thing. Like be willing to do scary things. And the quicker you kind of just get over that, the quicker you're going to grow. So just start doing things, take take risks, uh, put yourself out there. And then my second piece of advice is put yourself in community. So it doesn't have to be our community, but any kind of community. So if you're in the wellness industry, find a group that's really passionate about wellness, you know, depending on what you're wanting to build, get people around you that actually believe in you and what you're doing. And then like, let them help you and support you because there's so many communities out there that you can tap into. And you don't have to do like this journey alone. And I think a lot of people just sort of they're on their own, they're doing their own thing, they have their head down. And um, not only are you going to be able to uh, grow faster if you're in community, but it's also so much more fun as well. Because if you're able to like pour into other people, and then they're pouring into you, like it's just, it's so much more rewarding to do it as a community rather than just trying to do it on your own. So that's my second piece of advice.
0: Yeah, no, definitely two really great pieces of advice. So thank you very much for
1: sharing those. And then do you want
0: to just let our listeners know where they can find you or um, either of your businesses
1: online? Yeah, so you can find my personal Instagram at Danny living life. And um, you can also find our business account, um, business babes, co which is our business Saves collective account we also have accounts for every local chapter but you can find that out on our website so it's just www.businesssavescollective.com. so all of the information is there
0: awesome well perfect well thank you very much for joining me here today and telling us about your journey and you know being being so open and honest about, you know, the the whole process of it. um, I know I definitely learned a lot from it and I know it'll definitely help a lot of other people as well.
1: Thanks so much, Sarah. Thanks for having me on. This was fun.
0: Thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.